Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Are you ready to be fired up? Because I sure am. I've got Toby Salgado. He is an entrepreneur who has started multiple businesses, both inside and outside of real estate. And he's going to be talking to us all about his success and what's working right now. Toby, how are you? Welcome. Thanks, Krista. I'm great. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. So you've got a very successful podcast. Um, there, a lot of amazing people have been on there. I saw you interview Grant Cardone, um, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Tell us a little bit about that, where people can find, you know, where they can find you. I always like to make an introduction right away in case they have to leave halfway through. Sure, where can yeah, people sure. find you? Yeah, so that, I mean, that's Super Agents Live. That's the podcast that I do. And I, you know, we started that in 2013. And uh, from 2013 to maybe 2016, all we did was interview the, the, the top 1,000 of realtors, right? So we started, you know, we first said, you know, we're going to do people that do at least 35 million. And then it was 50 million. Then it was 100 million, right? Then it was like, okay, you got, you know, 300 deals or more. So we did that for, for a few years trying to figure out what's working, right? How do people start from a single sole prop to building a team and doing 100 million or $200 million? And so after a while, you know, you sort of hear all those stories and probably in 2016, you know, we sort of realized we started to make a shift towards, okay, let's have some of those folks on some of the tactics and strategies that are working, but, but let's, let's, you know, really mindset is at the base of it all, right? Because we can tell people what to do. We can show them even how to do it. But if that drive isn't there, you know, they're never going to make it. So we sort of shifted into mindset and marketing for the last few years. Um, but yeah, it's all around how, how do you build your business and take it to whatever level you want. Maybe you're a sole prop and you know, you're an individual agent and maybe 12, 15 deals a year. That's all you want. Perfect. You know what? Our job is to figure out how you get to that spot with the least friction as possible. If you have bigger ideas, you want to do 100 or 200, right? That's different strategies and tactics. So, so anyhow, so, so we've tried to broaden the show a little bit. So Over Super Agents years. Live. I just want to make sure everyone, so Super Agents Live is the name of the podcast. Yes. Okay, Super Agents Live. So make sure you guys go there. Um, right. And then, I, I mean, I think it's awesome. So the fact that you've been doing this since 2013 is honestly pretty cool in itself because podcasting didn't start getting super popular until just a couple of years ago. So you guys had it figured out early on. You were an early adopter of podcasts, which I love. Yeah, well, you know what we saw? I mean, you know, the, the, when it comes to business, right, everything is about exposure, right? If you have a message that is somewhat unique, right, you're, then your next job is go, okay, how do I take me and my message and expose it to the most amount of people possible? And, you know, certainly if you were watching the internet early on, people who started early bloggers, those guys developed massive audiences that spun off into books and TV shows and everything else. And when we saw podcasting, you know, particularly really, I started looking at 2011, and, and I was like, man, you know, this, this thing could really go somewhere. So in 2013, that's where we're like, Hey, let's, 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 let's jump onto this bit of media. Let's see where this, this, this thing grows and goes. 
And, you know, we set really set, that's how we sort of landed on this industry is we said, okay, what is the industry that needs the most help? Realtors, right? You know, we just look for audience size. Who, where, what industry? H and we looked at everything, right? HR, right? And we landed on, okay, most amount of realtors and then the needs the most amount of help. There's some, there's some problems with that audience, but we, you know, but, but anyhow, so that's why we've been doing the show for so long. Oh, I love it. I love it. So, um, so you have interviewed, you know, very successful agents and you asked me earlier today, cause I was on your podcast and you said, Krista, you know, you can tell these real estate agents exactly what to do, but you give them the exact tactics, the, 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 the templates, the blueprints, everything. They still don't do it. What do you think is getting in the way? And I gave my, what I thought, and what do you think? I, I think, I think it's a couple things, right? I think really at the base of it is right when, when when you sit down with someone and say okay let's write out your goals right people can write out these goals and a lot of times the things that they write out turn out not to be their goals right they're their friends goals or some they're their mom's goals or somebody else's goals and they put them on this piece of paper and then we wonder why at the end of the year or mid-year we go why we made so little progress in this so i think i think number one i think you know there's a misstep or um sort of a misguidance between what people think they want or say they want and what they actually want. Because at the end of the day, right, if you want to succeed in this industry, it's not that hard. If you're hungry, truly hungry for it, right, there are tactics all over the place, strategies all over the place. You can listen to 30 episodes of my show and probably your show and go, okay, I know where to start. I know what to do. Now I just need to put in the, the, the missing ingredient, which is the hard work, right? So I think there's, I think there's um, a misbalance or uh, people are not accurately lined up with what what they say they want and what they really want and, I, and i'll tell you hold on a second I mean, just, just let me expand on that a little bit i think that's why in general m people in this industry stay mediocre right stay at the eight to 12 deals a year because most uh, i'll move on i don't want to go no, too no, deep no, no, no. this is this is perfect you no, no. keep going keep going no, no. So I, I think, I think again, our job is to try to get people aligned with what they want because, and, and really to get the, them to put the effort behind it, right? And this can translate into so many things. Some of the things you were talking about today, right? Do you really want to grow your business? Well, you know what, the, the hangups you have around your nose is too big, you know, or, or whatever it might be, um, like that's not going to stop you if you really want it, right? If, you know, are you willing to go to any length to get what you want? And I think for me early on, right, I had to dig deep and the only way you're going to you're going to go through those obstacles on your own because the only way you can do it is if you dig deep and do what hurts and put yourself up for failure. Yeah, and you're going to fail for sure along the way, absolutely. Okay, so um you said a couple of really good things. One one of them being which you've got to actually do the thing, right? Like you've got to actually be willing to do the thing that actually gets your results and to know what it is that you want. And I, and some people kind of underestimate the power of goal setting. And this isn't a goal setting thing, but I, I couldn't agree with you more about how important it is to really not only just write your goals down, but to know what it is that you want and why you want that. And is it something you want or society or your parents or your husband or whatever else thinks that you should have. And then being able to, once you decipher that, being able to put the activity and the action behind it so you can get, so you can get it. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and, and so the thing that I was going to say earlier, I was going to bang on realtors one more time was the fact that a lot of people get into this industry because they want financial freedom and they want time freedom. There's two giant buckets. And the problem is, right, once you're all alone and you're in your office and you get to choose what you do today, people will always choose that personal freedom, right? That time freedom, they'll abuse it and they will never, ever reach the, the financial freedom. And so 
Yeah. Well, and and yes, and be, and if they are not taking their business and put, taking it seriously, like getting the systems and strategies in place to be able to make this engine work, then if even if they are busy, they they still don't have the time. So it's just you know what I find. We love realtors. You know, realtors are our bread and butter, right? So we love realtors. You guys are amazing. We love agents, but. Um, we have found in a lot of cases that because the barrier to entry in real estate is so, so easy, right? Like my daughter just got her cosmetology license, took her a year and a half. She had to go to school 40 hours a week. It was like 22 grand, you know, and just for her to cut hair for a hundred dollars. Whereas we can, you know, get our license and it takes us maybe a couple of classes, 20, 30 hours at the most. And next thing you know, we can get $50,000 paychecks, like commissions, really, right? Yep. And, and so we just think it's going to be so easy, but we, we weren't willing to put in, you, know, you don't have to put in the work initially. So therefore, sometimes when you get there, you just think it should be that simple and it's just not. Yeah. So with that being said, you've interviewed, you know, the top, top agents from around the country for, you know, seven, eight years now. So tell us, what are some of the things, and again, I know it's not just one thing, but if you, if you were to like sum up, you know, the traits and the actions that realtors take that are successful, whether it be selling 100 homes or 300 homes, and that was what they wanted, or selling 30 homes or 50, but that's what they wanted. What would you say those traits and qualities were? I think, I think, so some of this is super basic. And sometimes I always think it's super basic and every, and it is super basic because everybody hears it. But again, the problem is implementation. But number one, it's just time management, right? People have all these ideas and they, they never put it down. And they never, people don't get into a routine, right? It doesn't matter how you feel at nine in the morning, right? If you're, if this is your business at nine in the morning, you need to start your business. You just start doing something, right? And you should be at the office. Well, okay, what are you going to do, right? Are you going to, are you going to get to work at nine and then figure it out? Well, that's a pretty bad strategy, right? Right. I can, I can tell you. So, so you need to figure out the night before, right? So, so it's just understanding time management and then, and then getting into routines, I think, right? Like that's, that's one of the things that all top producers have. They have this ability to get into routine and that ties into uh, some worth ethic things that we must have, right? A certain amount of discipline that we must have. And some people, for some of us, it's innate. Some people, some of us, right, we've developed it along the way. And some people never, right? They're like going, oh, I just started a business. And, you know, now I need to develop these skills and traits. Not to mention the problem is, right, once we, once we develop that routine and we have the discipline and we start to do the things, right, now we need to get to the hard work of building the business. And what does that mean, right? People think, oh, I sell real estate. So they think, oh, I need to be a sales guy. Well, that's fine. That's okay. That's one of the things you have to do in this business. But at the end of the day, right, we are creating... We need to know how we need to be a business person. We need to be a great salesperson. We need to be a great marketer, right? If we're going to really ramp up and find leverage and build a team, we need to be great managers, right? All these are different hats. All these are different sort of characteristics that we, that we need to develop along the way. So, so yeah, I don't know if I answered your question again. Sometimes I have a, I can, I can start to follow a stream down and I don't know where to stop, but. Well, you said yeah. you know, they, they got to, they got to actually have systems. They got to have time and they got to show up. I think the yeah. very first thing that I like what you, what you said is, you've got to show up. In my career, I was always dressed and ready to go at the office by 8 a.m. Like 8 a.m. in the morning, like that's when you start, eight to five, I am dressed, I'm ready to go. Showered, I know what I'm doing. It's like, I hit it hard, you know? And and I think a lot of people mosey out into the office around 10 and then they talk to everyone and then they have lunch and then they- Sure. <laughs> it's like, and I'm not putting realtors and I love realtors. I think you're amazing. But, you know, you look at these top producers and they're top producers for a reason because they are hitting it hard. They're doing it. Yeah, for sure. Right. One other thing that realtors love to do is, you know, even though I love people to listen to my podcast, I don't want you to listen to my podcast 20 hours a week. 
right? I, I, you don't need, don't get to, don't get dressed and come to the office to figure out some tactic or strategy or something that you could have done after hours, right? You, like this job, you need to treat like a job, right? Uh, you know, you're your own boss. So you sh really should, right, drive yourself to your breaking point, right? Because the only person you're going to ever let, at least for me, right? I'm never going to let some external boss drive me to my breaking point or, 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 and really drive me to my capabilities, right? To my limits. You know, I'm the guy that's going to do that. So yeah, so we need be right, suit up, show up and get going, right? And, and, and the thing, the other thing is, is sometimes we suit up, show up, we think we're gonna get going and our plans fall short. We're like, oh, I wanted to do this, but something, get my internet's down, who knows what, right? You, you, we, all, we need to have sort of a fail safe, a backup. Okay, if I don't know what to do, because we often find ourselves like that, I'm not sure what the, it's like my time, I think of like real estate, right? Right now, what is the highest and best use of my time, right? I'm constantly asking myself, what's the highest and best use? And sometimes I'm like, I don't know what the highest and best use is. And, right, and that's when I should pick up the phone, right? And, and something you mentioned today, right? Cut, make a video and say, hey, man, what's up, dude? You know, reach out to those 10 contacts you haven't talked to in a long time. You know, how are, how's Jimmy? How are the kids, right? And it, 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 little things like this we do along the way, we're not only laying bricks for our business, but we're developing that thing that's going to pay off later, right? We're starting to develop those relationships and those routines and habits that will pay off forever, right? These are not short-term things we're putting into place, right? We're putting these foundations in place and they will benefit us throughout our whole career. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so getting up is one of them, having systems in place, you know, showing up and actually implementing um, and, and you said something, well, it seems kind of basic and I just can't agree with you more. It does seem basic, but basic works, right? Like yeah. basic works, being at the office every day at 8 a.m. and being there till 5, 6 p.m. at night and dressed and ready to rock and roll where it's like you're, you're, you're doing something. Eventually something is going to work. Um, and you're knowing that you have to be like a real job. You're going to find things to do and eventually it'll start becoming easier and easier. Right. And then as you start to see what works, then you're going to make that as something that you do every single day. That's, that's important, important aspect of being an agent. So from with everything we have going on right now in the world, what would you assume, um, not assume, but from what you've seen, what are successful agents doing right now? Um, more, tactics and strategies as far as like real estate and not the practical things they should of course they have to do like what would you say you're seeing is working across the country right now yeah well so so that's a that kind of broad question is super hard to answer right because because the things that are working for that again sole agent is one thing the thing it's working for the team of 10 doing 100 million dollars that's a different thing right and and the, the sole agent doesn't have the capability or the really the funds right to do what this team is doing so like wh wh who do you want me to but speak then it's to? like a sole agent it's a sole agent you know sing it's someone like myself let's just say i'm a single agent no and that's it just me just you. Do, what? What, do, what? I mean. Okay. So. 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 If it's just you, then it's just right now. We're just dealing with your labor, right? So. So. Do you have a budget? Like. If. Like. Again. Like. All this matters, right? How big is your budget? How much energy do you have, right? Is it just you and you have three kids? You can only work three hours a week. Like. I. I want to answer a question. Like. Dial me into who I'm speaking to. So I'm a um an agent who is maybe doing around ten homes a year, like a typical agent, average agent, right? It is my full time um career. Uh, yes, I've got some kids at home, but I, I treat this like a business working 30 to 50 hours a week in it, depending. Um, I have around $1,000 a month marketing budget to spend in, in my marketing and I can get a lot done. Like personally, if, if, if I can sell 70 homes a year with the transaction coordinator and myself, I'm, I'm that, yeah. I have that capability. Right. Perfect. Perfect. That's great. 
So, so, so for that person there, uh, what, here's what I would say, right? Like, so what's working for that person is all, again, this business is, again, this is so basic, but so true, right? This business is all about relationships. So that person, I would say, how many real relationships do you have? How, and, and your, and it could be your sphere of influence. It could be your whole database. And I'd say, and I'd first ask you, what can you do to grow that? What can, what can you do in the next six months to double that? Can you double that, right? What can you do, right? So, so number one, I would, I would, you have to increase your audience. You always have to increase your audience, no matter who you are. And here's why. And, I, and again, I know you know this, Krista, but we put people on radio. That's what we do. We're, we're mass marketing. We can talk about that later if you like. But when we look at a, in a station, for example, we, we look at uh, what's the audience. If there's a, here's what we know, right? Take an audience, 100,000 people. We know on average 15% of those people are thinking about doing something in real estate. So now we have an audience of 100,000, now it's 15,000. We also know that about three to 5%, we always calculate three, 3% of that 15 has intent, right now has intent. They're thinking about listing or buying right now. So we have a 100,000 person audience, but we're really only talking to 450 people, right? So we always have to be in the audience gathering game, right? We increase your audience and increase your sphere. So I'd say, what can you do to double it? Right. And you might have some ideas, more PTA meetings, more maybe you sail, maybe you play golf. I don't know what you do. Right. But we're going to we're going to we're going to talk about that. We're going to bump up against some limits and not say, OK, how can you find some leverage? Right. This is all rolling to something like a podcast. Right. How how in your local market can you meet more people, more influential people like you or me? So that once I meet you, I'm tapped into if you like me, Krista, everybody that likes you is going to a little bit know, like and trust me, too. Right, so I can piggyback off of your influence of your audience. How can that agent do that in their industry or, or in their market? Right, who is the prominent uh, uh, attorneys or you name it? Right, who has CPA. a large audience? Like who? Who can you get in front of that has a larger audience that can then put you in front of their audience? Right, but the right kind of audience. Right, yes, exactly. so 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 the people like who, who own houses, right? Maybe multiple houses. So financial advisors, CPAs, those kind of guys, right? So, so again, right, I, I would say, okay, you know what, maybe if you have a thousand bucks, Krista, you should start a podcast. That's what you should do. And you should spend a thousand dollars marking that podcast, gaining more influence in your market and more access to those other people that you now know, like, and trust you. Are you wanting a kickstart on your business and you want to learn how to be the go-to professional in your industry? Well, guess what? I've got a challenge for you. It's five days of coaching. It's brand new. Just go to kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. That's kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. And you'll get a training with me for five straight days. That's going to help kickstart you as the go-to professional in your industry. So sign up and I'll see you there. Gotcha. So let's talk about it. So what do you do? So you say you get people on the radio or do you get, do you help people with podcasts? What do you help with? We, do, we, well, we, so we have, we have a podcasting service. It's called viral cast with a K. You can go check it out. But yeah, our main thing is putting people on radio, radio and television, right? Mass media. You know, the thing about you were talking about the internet earlier, right? And I think we're all on the internet and, and people think you have to be on the internet. You have to be on the internet because the world's on the internet. And that's not true. Right. Malcolm Gladwell. Right. He, he will. He, he's brilliant with this stuff, but he will say that 
there, we don't have mass media like we used to have, right? Everybody used to read the paper. Everybody, 10 million people are not used to watch television, but we don't have that anymore, right? That 10 million is not only on the internet, but they're fragmented on 10,000 different sites, right? On Facebook, yes, but on 10,000 different groups. So, so the internet is a micro media approach, right? There's nothing better to, to target women who make, you have three kids, right? I can get very granular, but there is no mass media. So we focus on the mass media of radio. And, and you help realtors have their own show or get on other people's shows or what do you do? No, no, I'm talking like about the picture. radio. <laughs> so, so, so if you're in Atlanta, if you're in San Diego, if you're in Jacksonville, right? And you're, you wanna grow your business, we will look at the radio stations in the market. We have a demographic, we target men, 35 to 54, 75K income and own a home, right? That's who we look for. We look at the stations who have that, we find a day part, we cut a deal. So, and then, I, and then we create the messaging for you and so we put your message literally in front of like 100,000 people or whatever the market is, right? Jacksonville doesn't have 100, maybe it's 30,000. But, it's, okay. but it, we focus on mass media. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, and then what's the name of that company? I, by the way, when I was on yours, I forgot to even like say who I was. I hope people can hear about me when I was on your podcast later. <laughs> yeah, you jammed, that. you jammed. We'll, we'll, I'll introduce you. Don't worry about that. Yeah, so you can, you know, myradioexpert.com myradioexpert.com. Okay. So yep. if somebody was thinking about how to reach the masses, you can do so through um, being on the radio. So talk to me, Toby, a little bit about the kind of things that you've seen happen through agents using this. Well, so, so number one, right. The, uh, when you get on something like a radio uh, where, where, and we have, again, we have a very specific sort of messaging for that. We can talk about that if you like, maybe, but um, it's all listings, right? So we target people who are ready to take action, right? We, uh, this is a this is a sort of a hard thing to talk about, but we target men for a reason, right? We've we've targeted women, we've targeted men, but we find that men are much more apt to hear our message, pick up the phone, and say, "Hey, man, I'm ready to sell my house. Come over." Right? Every, that's it's the kind of lead that everybody wants. It's like just, "Hey, I'm ready to list. I've heard you for a while. Come over." They go over. They sign. There's no sales. There's no nothing. Right? So so um, so yeah. So we that's what radio does. Mm -hmm. And you're helping people with their messaging. So talk to me. You were saying, hey, you want to talk a little bit about, about uh, messaging. Let's talk, about, let's talk messaging. What kind of messaging would, should people be having on some type of radio show like this? Well, it's not a radio show, but it's just the radio, right? Like, okay. like, so it's like commercials. It's, commercials, right, exactly. It's not okay. a radio show. Yeah, yeah, but you can do a radio show. And I, I, I would say don't do it, right? People call me all the time and go, should I do a radio show? I'm in Atlanta. I can buy Saturday afternoon airtime cheap. And I go, don't do it. Save your money, right? You're better off. You're better off. You're better off deploying that in a bunch of different ways. So yeah, we're talking primetime commercials. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, but you asked me a question before that, Krista. The messaging. So what kind of messaging? Yeah, messaging. So yeah, so so here's the thing with messaging. And I think messaging and understanding a format of messaging is important. Uh, because, you know, as you create a video, right, you're big on video, you know, then you migrate people to uh, Facebook ads. But so our messaging has four parts, right? We, we tell them what we're going to do. We, what we, we make a fantastic offer, right? And the, the thing that works on, uh, on radio is making some kind of guarantee, right? Some kind of offer, some kind of guarantee sale offer where people go, I don't know what it is. I'm thinking about selling my house. Let, I know Krista sells houses, but dude, you have such a good offer. I need to understand it. So, so you, you make an offer. Like right? list your home uh, within a month or I'll buy it back from you. Something like that. You could say that, right? You could say, um, I'll sell your house. Other type of guarantee. Give me like four or five of your best guarantees. Well, uh, there's not that many of them. But so, so, so 
I'm trying to get you ready with you. Come on, Toby. All right. Okay, let's go. Okay. So, okay. Well, no. So, um, I'll sell your house at your price or I'll pay you five grand. We run that in a bunch of different markets, right? So we, what we used to do is, you know, all before the market got crazy, I'll sell your house in 10 days or you pay me nothing. Right. So, so it's a guarantee like that. You know, there's the one that you mentioned, right. That's always out there. I'll, I'll, I'll sell your house or I'll buy it. Right. There's, there's a tons of ones like that, but so you make some sort of guarantee, some sort of offer that people want to hear. And again, this, this format that I'm going to talk about is something that, that everybody should be using in all of their stuff, I think. Right. So you make some kind of offer, tell them something where you capture their attention, right. Being on the internet, you got three seconds to get their attention. Then you tell them how you do it. Right. You, you give them two sentences. Of, I'll, I'll, I'll sell your house at your price or I'll pay you five grand. Right. You tell them how um, and, you, and, and, you know, you can say a million different things. Right. I spend a hundred thousand dollars on marketing. You know, I have a million people ready to make an offer. Right. Um, you make the offer, tell them how. Uh, then you give them a testimonial. Right. Just last month, I sold Chris's house. Right. Chris had it on the market for 30 days, got nothing. I listed it, sold it for 15 grand over. Right. And then, and then a strong call to action, bang. Right. And make them a strong call to action. Right. This is, and for us, we always have a phone number, right? That's it. No website, no landing pages, no nothing. Just if you're in, yeah. Pick up the phone and call, take action. And that's why when our guys pick answer that call, there's always a deal at the other end. Mm, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, that's a, that's, we teach a very similar strategy in the video strategy, right? Like hook them. Yeah align with their feelings, position yourself as the expert, why they should even listen to you, you know, give them one or two teaching points and then call to action. So they're very similar. Okay. So now you're getting these people's phones to ring by giving them some type of guarantee. You found that um, marketing on, um, on radio stations where there's more of a male listener audience from a certain range range has been the most uh, beneficial for you as far as radio goes. Yes. Gotcha. So give me an idea, excuse as, me, as far as, as budget. So if someone's doing this, how much budget on average are your people spending? And what would you say their average return on investment is? And how long does it typically take them to see results? Yeah, so so our minimum spend is three grand. Mm-hmm. Um, our average spend is probably seven. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the return is, it, it, it used to be three to five. Um, Time for? I'm sorry? Three to five what? X, a three to five X. So okay. if you spend seven, we'll, we should be able to turn you at least 21 top okay. line. Okay. Okay. So three to five, it, that was, you know, that was pre pandemic. Now pandemic, it's a two X, right? If we can double your money, right? If you put it in seven and we can get you 14 out, we're, we're good. You're so, fine. and so the, the time, the time really depends on the market. It really, you know, like there's plenty, there's plenty of markets where there's not a lot of competition, right? So like, so, and this, if you go to, even Orlando, right? Orlando is a, not a large market, but it's not a small market, right? There might be three stations that, that have our demographic on there. Maybe there's one realtor on one. So, right, that's, I don't call that really competition. And I don't care, I don't care if there's another person in that market that's doing 300 deals, right? If we have the mass media, right, we're gonna, we're gonna over time beat that guy because we're reaching way more people. So, so you know, in those kind of cases, right, because they're hearing it over and over and over again. That's why they yeah, well, the frequency is a long-term not, game. It's well, frequency. 
that, that's, that's a hearing it over and over is a frequency issue. So we don't really target frequency, like, you know, frequency, right. In the old marketing days, right. A bus bench, right. The idea is, you know, somebody needed to see that bus bench 18th times before they remembered your name, right. Another seven times before they, you know, before they took some other action another five before they called you. Right. So, so we don't need that kind of frequency on radio, not with our messaging, right. I'm going to, I'll guarantee to sell your house, Krista, at the price you choose, or I'll pay you five grand. Right. Right. Like people are afraid of that though. So, so I, I understand how it works. Cause I, I actually teach yeah. guarantee programs, but for the people okay. that are sitting here listening to me, freaking out right now. Right. Cause they're not, they're not you and they're not me. And we, so how this is basically something, just something to get your phone to ring. So how does the agent that's freaking out about making this type of offer? Cause you just got done saying they should do it in every bit of their marketing. How do they protect themselves to where if the listing is worth, you know, 500,000, they want 600,000. Like, I'm not just going to give you five grand, right? Yeah. Well, well, you know, first of all, you're going to have crazy people in every market, right? So those, those crazy people, right? So here's, here's one of the things, right? That I will send that message out to the market. I want people, anybody who's thinking about selling, call me. That's it, right? If they want to know how it works, I'm going to tell them, hey, listen, we're going to price your house appropriately. You can't, if your house is worth, if you live in a mobile home, you can't ask a million dollars for your house and I'm going to give you five grand. You're insane, right? Yeah, so, there's, so there's terms and conditions they have to adhere terms, to. Yeah, right. So, so yeah. So I'll either do a, a CMA on it or, or a client will do a CMA on it or, um, uh, you know, we'll get it appraised, you know? And if right. you don't want to go through that, then I'm not your guy, right? Again, r- r- this, this is not a long tail sales cycle. This is like, hey, are you interested? Because this is what I do pick up the phone and call me, right? It, this is not capture leads and nurture the leads. There, these are, there's no nurture in, in radio kind of leads. You can, but they're not, those people, they're, they're ready to do a deal or they're not. Gotcha. Okay. You're catching them at the right time. And then the offer sounds good. It, it's a way to get the phone to ring. Then you still have to go there and perform. And obviously yeah. and there's terms and conditions that apply to every offer. Okay, great. Um, I, I'm liking it, Toby. I'm liking it. So I, I've actually done radio marketing. I've done any, I was on the buses. I was on the billboards. I was on the radio. I've done every kind of marketing in my credit you can imagine. So I've, I've tried all of it. And that's awesome. Um, and I think all of it works, quite frankly. I think it all works. Just a matter of, you know, which one works. Um, and then now let's talk about this. There are some areas, I'm only asking you questions. I know people are going to be asking, right? Or thinking. Sure. So there's some areas, like, for example, for me, I live in East County and it's outside of San Francisco area. So I'm like in between Sacramento and San Francisco, but there's no radio station that the majority of people live to. So when I'm spending all this money marketing, I'm hitting San Francisco and Sacramento yep. and areas that I don't want, right? Like to, yeah. to actually hit. So what, what would your solution be to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get those calls all the time and I tell them, don't do radio. Right. If you live in LA, you can't, you can't do radio. The signal's too big. It makes no sense. There's not, there's, I don't even know how anybody makes radio work. You know, when you buy a a KFI or, you know, there's tons of markets, right? So Manhattan is ridiculously expensive. You cannot get a return. So people call me Manhattan. I go, man, sorry, start a team in New Jersey and I can help you, but not Manhattan, right? LA is the same way, right? If you call me up in in Dallas or Houston, I'm going to say, yeah, we can talk about radio, but you better find another partner where you can split that with because the signal's too big. You can't be running two hours across town. Yeah, um, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's that's one of the issues that I came up with for, from the area that I'm at. You know, either it's on the San Francisco one, it's just too large, but it doesn't really affect my audience. I'm not going to go to San Francisco from here. It's like an hour and a half away, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, any other tips or tricks or things that you could, because I know, you know, you have... I think a lot, I think, honestly, I think you and I are aligned. Uh, we, I think we think similarly, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, right? Like you will, you'll preach, find your niche. And I will say the same thing, right? What do you want to accomplish? And what part of your life are you willing to give up to achieve that? 
right? And once you get clear on that, then we go, okay, right? I know how hard I think you say that you want to work, right? What are your goals? Like, okay, what are your goals? And then let's figure out how to get there. Because again, part of like putting your time in, right? And effort in, like you need to be ready to fail in this business. What you're doing when you were starting this, you were starting a startup, no different than a tech startup. You're it's a startup just in a different industry. So that means you need to come in ready with some capital, right? You need to understand your run rate you, and you better be ready to go. You, you need to be able to develop a plan day one and stick to it. Just like we were talking about our daily habit and routine, right? It doesn't do any good doing something for three weeks and then stopping, right? This is the same thing with any kind of marketing. It's the same thing with anything, right? Let's figure out what you can, what you can bring to the table, both in terms of energy and in your own labor and your own knowledge and your capital. And then let's figure out a plan, right? Because there's a run rate that you have. Some people have three months, some people have six months. Some people have a year. a year. Yeah. Right. And all those strategies are completely different. Yes. I love it. I love it. And most people need to understand it does take that long sometimes, right? So you have to, and it's a business. It's kind of like, I know uh, one of my old salespeople, he was saying, I have a friend and he had, he invested $300,000 in a, one of those uh, shopping, um, those like, a, uh, it was a coffee cart stand, right? Like yeah. a mobile coffee cart stand. He, he would spend, he spent 300 grand just on the coffee cart stand. Doesn't include like the, the employees and the, for to sell a, like $5 cup of coffee, you know? So in real estate, if we're willing to invest and we give it the time it takes for it to marinate and work, anything you do will work. Yeah, right. If you get enough time and, and enough dedicated effort, right? This is another problem that realtors have right? Whether I tell them something or you tell them something, they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, podcast. That's a great idea. It's in my budget. I'll do it. It makes a ton of sense, right? And they go out and they do it for three months. They're like, it doesn't work. I'm like, what do you mean it doesn't work, right? Like, are you slowly gaining listeners? Are you slowly capturing market share, right? Mind share, you know, but yeah, I didn't get any deals. Well, then you know what, man, you're, you need to go work for somebody else because this is not, you're not suited to be an entrepreneur, man right? Yeah. You need to find a plan that you believe in and be ready to stick to it. That's the only way you're going to, you're going to be able to, again, find your own capability. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Okay. Well, this has been awesome. Um, I I'm really appreciating you being on here. You did a great job. You've been obviously in the podcast world for gosh, eight, nine years now. I got to say that is just super. That's so great that you've done it this long and it's working for you because you've put in the time and energy and we're willing to, you know, when you first started, you had like what? No listeners. And now you've got hundreds of thousands of listeners. You know what though? Hold on. In the beginning, it was easier. In the beginning, nobody knew what this was. I was the only game in town, right? People would get on there like, oh my God, there's a podcast for realtors with realtors, right? So I, I, I literally had gajillions more people listening than I do today. Plus I had some issues with iTunes, but, but yeah, but in the early days, man, I had, you know, I've had everybody, I've had all the big coaches on, I mean, both in the industry and outside of the industry, right. I've had all the big negotiation people on, right. I mean, you know, the, the I've had two heads of the FBI hostage units, you know, come on to talk about negotiation. I've had tons of like super, again, like famous people, and I'll tell you, like, I had more access way back then, but now, like, especially during this pain, everybody's got a podcast and, you know, I feel like my, and this may be a mental thing, but like audiences now again, more fractured, right? People have more choices. Yeah, so, they do. It's, it's the truth of everything, right? It's like, it's as much as people think that we should be able to, it should be easier because of the internet. It's actually harder, right? It's harder because of the internet, because there's eight gazillion things that they can do. So, but right, but hold it, but you're right. You're 100% right. But I think this ties into the, again, something that I think you say, right? Like be authentic and find your niche. Because if you are you, 
right? There, there's only one of me. And, and you know, however I am, there's, there's a certain amount of people that like who I am, right? I sometimes I go down a path and I stop and I switch, right? And they, they're like, oh, that guy thinks like me. So not, I'm not for everybody, but the people I am for, right, love me, which is fantastic. So, you know, we have to go find our tribe. And we don't have to be like a guy that, you know, a, a Tom Cruise where everybody likes, right? There's, you can have haters, man. I mean, Grant Cardone told me that. He's like, you know what? You're not doing anything right until you have haters, man. You know, and I, and I took that to heart. I found some haters a little bit after that. Oh, good, good, good. No, no, I agree. And, and everyone's going to be attracting a different type of person. The nice thing about radio or video is that you're repelling the people that don't like you. So, and, but you're attracting the ones that do. And so therefore when you work with them, it's such an easier relationship. You actually enjoy right. working with them. Right, right. This is when they come in and there is no vetting process. They've already vetted you in they, their mind. They think they know you. They, they already like you and they have these ideas about you. And you just have to show up and just go and not offend anybody. Right. Like, you yeah. know, th th this is exactly where we want to be in, in our businesses and in our lives where we have built in trust, you know, and we can reach out to other people in our sphere and say, hey, man, you know, do you trust me enough to introduce me to that person that maybe, you know, you wouldn't normally introduce? Right. I mean, that's. I think I touched on trust earlier in this thing and everything's about relationships, but that's what it's all about, you know? And the more that we can build those relationships and, and stronger, right? And, and a mile deep and an inch wide um, really matters. I totally can agree with you more. Toby, just before we end up, I was, first of all, tell people where they can find you at. Like if you have a special offer, you want to drive into your podcast, where do you want them to go? That's the first thing. And then leave with one, whether it's personal or business, what's one tip you would leave our audience with? Oh man. Okay. Well, so, so if you want to find me just our, the podcast is super agents live. Um, you can Google it. Um, that's it. And you can find all the radio stuff and everything else that we do uh, from there. Um, you know, in terms of the one tip, you know, I, I think, I think, um, so your, by the way, Krista, your uh, podcast, it's on or get fired up. Yeah. It's now, called fired now, up. Huh? Mm -hmm. Fired up. Now, what are the, do you know, John Lee Dumas? Yes. Yeah. I had him on my podcast. Okay. So John, right. John was early. John was like, John started the year before I did 2012, right. Entrepreneur on fire. So he's got a similar sort of logo. So, so I, I yeah, John's interviewed me a long, long time ago. And so John, when, when you go on that show, John will say, you know, give me a quote. He's a quote guy. Now I'm not a quote guy, but I think this kind of will answer your question. You know, I think the one tip, right. Or the quote that I gave John was for it's by, I don't know. Uh, Alexander the Great or one of those old Greek guys, but it was fortune favors the bold, right? I think it was Alexander. Ooh, right? I fortune, like it. fortune favors the bold. Mm. Fortune favors, the, that's it. And you know what? And I think when it comes to building a business, right? I think we need to take bold action, right? Because anything timid is not going to work. Anything less than our full selves and our full heart is, is, is not going to yield the results that it could. And I think, I think, you know, when it comes to people, you know, not succeeding in this business or in the world, I think it comes down to a lack of, of full effort, right? So I would say just be bold. And you know what, man, if you fail, you're going to fail forward. You can, you know, we all learn in failure and it makes us stronger. So uh, maybe that's what I can leave you with. I love it. And just when people fail, they're not even like, like they're not really failing. They're just learning to adapt and adjust and modify the only what didn't work so they could figure out what does. And if you didn't fail, you'd never figure out what, what does work. So it's, it's right. really, really true. 
Toby, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. You've been great today. Love your energy. Uh, hopefully everybody, I know they, they got a lot out of it. I appreciate your, your quote. Um, be bold. Absolutely. Uh, where the fortune comes in, in being bold and everyone listening and learning is amazing. But if you're not actually implementing, nothing happens. So thank you so much for spending your time with me. And I hope you were just as fired up as Toby and I were today. Bam. Thanks, Krista.